I love technology so much. I got to watch No Gi Worlds while enjoying Sunday football. Last night was UFC Fight Night, where Rory McDonald was less annoying than normal, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting is way easier from outside the cage. With me, of course, the infamous Twitter legend, Rafa Sparza. Raf, how are you doing this evening? I'm not bad. Let's uh, let's walk back legend oh, talk tonight, because you... we have a guest this evening who's apparently internet famous now that we, oh, we need to scale it yeah, down. Yeah, that's a fair point. We don't want to get a mm-hmm. um, teaser alert. Brandon McCatherine on the podcast tonight has our Todd Tony. You may know him as the dude who beat up that wrestler... Uh, multiple times in a YouTube video. I'm sure you've seen it because it's been everywhere. Alabama jiu-jitsu instructor. Um, we also have, from White Belt BJJ, Todd and Tony tonight, going to be a fantastic podcast. But before we get to all that, Raph, did you get a chance to watch six hours of Nogi Worlds today? <laughs> I unfortunately did not. So I had to live vicariously through you. If anything... I got to watch it via Instagram, so I got to watch <laughs> matches with their highlights just go real quick in 15 seconds, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, so our friend John Evans from BJJBreakdown.com is going to fall more in love with Mackenzie Dern's amazingness on the mat. He's a big advocate of her jiu-jitsu skills. Uh, I want to nerd out about the match she had with Gabby Garcia with because uh, she just – nothing but guts. It was amazing. She went and fought. Yeah. Got to watch Keenan. Um, fight a few people. Get to watch him fight Marillo, which was always uh, awesome. He then fought Yuri Simos in the open finals. Great match. Really good stuff. Did you find anything in your watching that you are going to try and lift this week? Well, it was no gi, and we've started to switch back to gi, but absolutely. There is a transition that people go when they go deep half and they flip all the way around almost like a 50-50 leg attack that I would really like to start um, applying. So, uh, Consider this my PSA to all of you who train over at BJJ <laughs> and MMA Academy. That was just for you to know what's, what's coming this week. And I'm sorry if the podcast didn't come out in <laughs> I tried to There's That really will be all I drill for the next two days. So spoiler alert. Um, Brian, coming for your leg. Then, tons of great fights, so people will get the chance, but uh, check out the Nogi Worlds. There was a lot of really cool stuff. A lot of our friends did very well. Um, Got to watch James Puopolo killing some stuff in a few rounds. Didn't get to see Christian's fight, but Christian was fighting, so tons of great fighters. Verbal Tap family over there at Nogi Worlds. Tons of great jiu-jitsu. Ref, Rory McDonald... The least annoying I've ever known him to be, though, I will just say no way he would knock out Carlos Condit the way he knocked out Tarek Safadin. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> you found him less annoying? What? I mean, normal annoying. If you're <laughs> okay, if because if you're talking fighting ability, Rory is good. Yeah. I don't think anybody disputes that. I just think they dispute if he's human or <laughs> has emotions. Or is capable of not seeming terrifyingly creepy. Because all of his answers were, I think I'm the best in the world. I don't know. I would love to get the chance to show what I can do. Rory, you kind of sound like a member of the poetry club. Are you feeling confident after your win? 
I always feel confident. Uh, I would like to go ahead and say this right now. I want to win all of the titles. Thank you. And it's super creepy. <laughs> it does sound. And I, I said on Twitter, and I'm, I'm 100% behind this, I think he should have his voice overdubbed like a bad Japanese film. Because I'm way more interested in hearing his voice and hearing somebody talk over him. Uh, I just think it would make it more exciting because he just he's not somebody who you get excited to watch win. You get excited to watch him fight because, you know, he's a good fighter, but he doesn't like sell it. He doesn't go that extra step and maybe he doesn't give a shit, but it (laughs) does make it kind of funner when you have uh, an athlete who like looks like a normal human being who's enjoying uh, the fact that they just won and gets uh, to show some emotion about Definitely it. doesn't give a shit. But congrats to Rory, whatever. Yes, um, your unbridled streak of watching a fight, encouraging someone with your kind of namesake, he spells a little differently, but Rafael Asunceo wins via decision, and it was a close decision, so I can only assume the fact that you were watching is the reason he won. Definitely. Somebody asked me on Twitter, they're like, who are you rooting for? Uh, Caraway or are you rooting for Rafael? And I said, well, I'm torn because the namesake's in this fight. But also, Ronda would be so pissed if Caraway won. And we're really into whatever pisses Ronda off. So I don't know. Tough to say. Tough to say. And uh, But it was an okay fight. And he did, like Brian just looks slow in there, and it's tough. Uh, Rafael was doing a great job picking him down. Uh, the first round it was a little more competitive, but you kept seeing Brian get really, really slow in each progressive round, and it's understandable. I mean, it, it's it's a hard sport to do, but especially toward the end, it became a little more comical to me because you heard Misha going in on him like a mob wife. Misha's over in the corner and going, you got to finish him, Brian. And I was like, man, Misha is feeling it. She is going to go to the mattresses right now. So nice mob wives reference, by the way, in the podcast. (laughs) I think it's it's a first. Godfather reference. Don't don't say Godfather's different than mob wives. Mob wives is like a show on VH1, I think. It's one of those. But why would you say that? (laughs) That's a weirder version of a reference. (laughs) Weirder version. It's the it music. is. Um, did you catch – I saw the main event, which was an hour. I saw those two fights. Um, I did not see the rest. Well, there was a uh, – I did. I, where were they? Uh, they were in Canada. <laughs> no, I mean on television. I was watching oh, and it was the, God, kept turning okay. to the Giants game. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you brought this up because this was – I I hate to break this, Kevin, but this was terrible news to the fans of the show Mike and Molly. <laughs> fans of the show Mike and Molly were promised a three-hour block of said show from CBS in syndication on FX. But instead, because the Giants game was running so long, and they were like, yeah, don't worry. Once the Giants game ends, we'll send you right back to Fox Sports Quan. Now, do you know how many innings the Giants game went? 94, I think, give or take. Close. Very close. They went 18 innings. Yeah, it was. It's now on record as the longest playoff game <laughs> of all time. Who could have seen that coming? 
Well, apparently not Dana White, who, by the way, I put up a joke 30 <laughs> minutes into the fact because I was I was irate. Baseball. I had my DVR. Yeah, I had my DVR set. So I'm hoping I can look at the fights later on if I need to reference it for this podcast. You know, stuff like that. I like doing my research. But when I put it on there, it goes uh, in a very tiny font. Program alert. If you would like to see these fights, go to FX. And I go to FX and I'm like, all right, let's see how long this is going to go. Oh, 30 minutes into the first fight, Dana White puts up a post on his Instagram. Go to fucking FX. And that was the end of his ability to know. So I feel there almost has to be a text alert that I can get. I get Amber alerts. Why can't I get a UFC alert? (laughs) I I guess makes perfect sense, Rap. I don't know. I think so. That's ridiculous. They call them Dana alerts. Could be confusing. But Dana that alerts would be, would be great. Change the fucking channel. <laughs> it just says fucking across it. It's He just pops up on your phone. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, but good, you know, always fun to have a nice UFC card surprised deep in every other sports going on territory. Um, yeah. Nice for that. Raph, are you ready to go talk to some of our amazing guests? Yes, let us go do it. Verbal Tap fans, Raf and I cover all things jujitsu, and it's fun. When our friends, and very dear friends, all of a sudden find themselves in a new, weird, YouTube, Hall of Fame-type jiu-jitsu celebrity, we have on the line from 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu out there in Decatur, Alabama, Brandon McCatherine. Brandon, you had a challenger come into your school. Tell us what happened. Well, on see, on Monday evenings, we have our our class there at the jiu-jitsu school as do a lot of places on monday evenings uh we have our <laughs> we have uh, just the mondays volley <laughs> no well we do it on other nights too but just oh, okay, okay. on mondays as well it turns <laughs> okay. out uh, uh we have um vo- we call it volley tudo class but it's not really volley tudo it just like sounds cool but we just like punch <laughs> on the ground like it's jujitsu, but then we got gloves and we hit each other in the face. Okay, so, perfect. Love so it. Yeah. That's that's money. We roll with we roll with punches every Monday night. So that's when um the most people like stick their head through the door. We're located inside of a uh like a workout gym, like a it's called Bender's Gym, but it's like a twenty four hour facility, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, we'll have people stop in and look in all the time. But on this particular evening, uh, this gentleman and his friends were looking in and kind of catcalling into the room, like, uh, you know, hey, hey, <laughs> you know. And I'm trying to teach class. I actually didn't and... know this part. I didn't know they were catcalling previously. Yeah, well, they were kind of. Well, there's a lot of stuff that wasn't on the video. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess I but... only saw what was on the video and you narrating it, which was great. But yeah, yeah shut up, Kevin. I'm, all I'm hearing in my ears are exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> 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 so uh um what what was i saying what did they're I oh, yeah, they're standing at the door yeah, yeah I mean, you know it's, i don't even perceive it as 
as rude really at the time as just as much as inconvenient. I didn't really think about it being rude until after, you know what I mean? Until people started going, man, that dude was rude. And I was like, yeah, I guess that really was rude. We're kind of in the middle of something. <laughs> <Class>. <laughs> I was just like, you know, this is inconvenient. I'm trying to teach class right now, you know, because like stuff like that happens all the time. It's not like we're the only jujitsu school in the world, like probably happened in 30 other jujitsu schools around the country that same night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it happens sure. once a month. I don't know. It may not happen like that on the West Coast, but out here everybody still thinks that uh, like everybody I meet is a gold gloves boxer or they uh, <laughs> they were special forces or something. You know what I yeah. Mean? yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, bro. Bro, bro, my daughter is a – man, she's a third-degree black belt for like six years. How old is she? She's 14. Oh, look out. So, 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 so bro, bro, I know what I'm doing, bro. You know – so that's everybody I meet, and then, oh, you teach, oh, you teach at karate, yeah. <laughs> and that's what this is, yeah, right? Yeah, I teach. This is people that, yeah, like exactly a generation of people that were like, oh, jujitsu is. They think karate, martial arts, all the same. No, no big difference. But yeah, yes, that's exactly right. Right, and so anyway, so he wasn't like rude or like a jerk. Now his. One of his friends was kind of like, I wasn't really feeling what he was doing. You know, he was like, bro, it's like, just like in high school, you got this, bro. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Wait, yes. Yeah. That's okay. Hold on. Hold on. There's so much that we've got to dispel here. Okay. Number one, answer me this. Because right. people were asking this on the interwebs when they saw wrestler walks into Alabama jiu-jitsu instructor and challenges them. If you haven't seen it, look it up on YouTube. We'll put a link to it. People were asking, was this real? So let's start there. Yes, it's real. Okay. Okay. So that's number one. Number two, when you yes. say catcalling, like are we talking like construction workers? Like because <laughs> like, that's what I think well, when people okay. say catcalling. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably a wrong word. While my posterior is of superb quality, no arguments. They weren't exactly. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You've been there. No you know arguments. What I'm talking about. Just saying. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I just love that you were guess, saying you're like, well, all jujitsu places are used to it, and I'm like, you know what, dude? Been rolling at a lot of places. Never been catcalled like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Perhaps catcalling was the wrong moniker to apply okay. to what he was doing. But <laughs> uh, I, I was trying to avoid saying he's up there and they're hollering at us. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, I, I would accept he's, that. He's, no, hollering. Yeah, he, he's <laughs> hollering at me in there from and, the door. <laughs> and Brandon, let me ask you the third question because – this seems amazing with that last nugget that you just gave us, which is, did they just read the script from the Karate Kid and recite the lines? Because it sounds like the perfect 80s boy that's like, you got this, bro. You get in there. You do this. Dude, maybe. What, see, what you can't see on video is they actually had on, like, skeleton costumes <laughs> when they first came in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's get a lot of good references going to be in this podcast okay so they're doing a little cat calling how does it progress to the point where they're like yeah I should go in there and challenge this guy to a fight in the middle of class in the middle of class. well that was that that was what they were doing at the door is like yo I want a piece I want to I want to come in there and try some try it out okay uh you know and so they're like bothering the students 
because I'm teaching class and they're like bothering the students at the door while I'm doing this. And I see what's going on. I'm trying to ignore it. And I'm trying to like, I, the students are talking to him like, Hey, you better chill out. I don't want to have to break your neck in front of nobody. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like quit giving this dude attention. You know what I mean? And, uh, I, I'm sorry I said, you know what I mean, 33 times, I think, just then. <laughs> I'm going to try to avoid saying, you know, you know what I mean? I'm going to try to avoid that from here. Okay, well, forward, we'll let man. you know. God, I'm not sure you said it that many times, um, but go on. <laughs> oh, it's an approximation. Okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Moving on. So I'm trying to uh, keep the students from being um, shot. I was going to shoot them, actually. Yeah. So it's like, don't give this dude any attention, you know? And, um, anyway, it just kind of, prog- and then they called me over there and I was like, all right. Uh, he's like, okay, Hey, I, w- I want to come in there and I want to grapple with you. Um, no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> so I said, I said, no, you don't want to do that. He said, yes, I want to do that. And his friend said, yes, he does, bro. Oh, they bro. The word bro, you hear the word bro keep coming up? There's a lot of bro. Yeah. I wanna I don't I don't really say bro, but it's a lot of bro. So anyway, uh I was like, no, nah, you don't really want to do this. Yeah, I do. I go back, try to teach class a little more. Bro, let's let's <laughs> let's give it a run. I was like I was like, okay, and I said, All right, listen, everybody against the wall. And so I put the whole class against the wall and I went and I grabbed the clipboard and the waiver. Nice. Through a pen, and I, I dropped it in the middle of the mat, and I said, "All right, you sign that. You can have a white belt. If you can make it through a white belt, a blue belt, a purple belt, you can come and see me." <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so, I threw him at. Uh, he had to work his way up the ranks, and then I played with him. <laughs> okay. So I, I wasn't the I wasn't the first one. How did he fare against lesser belts? Well, I, the white belt, I wouldn't put like a real white belt against him because who knows, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what he's, yeah, I'm yeah. not going to let a white belt go with him first. Yeah. And so we have a guy with some extensive judo experience who's a white belt at our gym, but he's not like a real white belt. You know what I mean? Yeah, we know exactly. Oh, no, the worst. He's a white belt, but he's not new to grappling. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So anyway, he made it about three minutes with that guy. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they started on the feet, and it was he. I think he took him down, and you know, good job. Yeah. And uh, then he played with a blue belt, and he got arm barred pretty quick, you know, <laughs> a minute and a half or something like that. Then the purple belt played with him and messed him up, and then he he just he was he wanted more, so he Hold got on. more again. This is again <laughs> where we have to stop you and get some clarification because <laughs> all right. The the video that we've seen is just you, so we didn't know yeah, that yeah, beforehand yeah. he had to work his way up to King Koopa over here. <laughs> um, it's game so, of death. Yeah, it's just – and the weird yeah. part is the the one thing that I think that you take away I'm when Kareem you watch this video <laughs> – When you watch <laughs> this video of you with him, he keeps coming back every time you submit him, and it's not a, a long match <laughs> – at any point it's usually handled very quickly so you mean to tell me before any of that happened with you and him that everybody else has seen he went through some of your students and then kept saying you know what still not satisfied 
hand me this yep. brown belt instructor and let's roll. Yep. That's the way that happens. <laughs> so he got man. submitted four times before this. That's insane. And I love hold on, my favorite part. Well, but you know what, dude? It speaks to his determination, like Yeah, and cardio. When he when he when he when he finally left, uh one of the one of the white belts, one of our new students, looked at me and he's like, dude, if that guy comes back in and signs up, he's got elephant balls. <laughs> it's like, yes, he does. And so he did, by the way. So confirmed, elephant balls. Yeah, no lie. Well, if you, that, you know what? That is honestly the best ending to what I think everybody else has seen. Uh, Kevin, yeah. as you want to go ahead. Uh, but before we get to the ending, I want to talk a little bit more about the process. Yeah. <laughs> because to start, <laughs> you lay flat on your stomach because you can't get him to engage. <laughs> and so you just lay down on your stomach. Nothing nothing sinister, just like you would if you were about to take a 10-minute snooze. So you're laying on your stomach. He then attacks, and you submit him in about like 36 to 40 seconds, not really trying very hard. Uh, then okay. he wants to start from referee position, which cracks me up because you in top referee position is a lethal fucking starting place to give someone with a brown belt in jujitsu. Like you don't want, <laughs> you would never, I would much rather have someone on face down on their fight than on the knees behind me, but neither here nor sure. there. Did Well, but it's a great scoring position in wrestling. So if wrestling is what you know, like. That's a good position because you get a quick escape point yeah, but almost every time. That's actually a horseshit argument if you're walking into a martial arts studio to challenge the instructor. Dude, let, you're not challenging them to careful. a wrestling let's rules. Be careful who we assign logic to here. Okay, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. But uh, just the, the fact that that would somehow be a better position than you face down is really funny, even to a wrestler. Like, under no circumstances is that a better position. So, did okay, it. I don't know if you've competed before, but did you go through any nerves? Did this raise your heartbeat at all? Like, was this difficult? It doesn't look that way. That's why we're curious. No, no, it's not that uncommon. Uh, it's definitely not as nerve-wracking as a competition. Dude. I, competing makes me want to puke. Jeez. Uh, uh, yeah, I have competed plenty, but I'm not so good to tell you the truth. <laughs> I'm just like a normal dude. Hey, hear ya. <laughs> that's not the point the point is we know those competition nerves exist we know that kind of gets people to do stupid things i would think in this situation even when a when a new student comes in you know i guess maybe it's more like that to you but when someone comes in and challenges to a fight either way they're still challenging to a fight that's why i'm curious but pretty i guess the difference is is now knowing that he had worked his way up through there. Yeah. That was what I thought too, is I was like, man, what was the mentality like? Although if he's worked his way up and you've already seen what he's going to do, then you're just kind of like, all right, buddy, I'm really trying to save you face here. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Take my back. Well, Take referee see, position. <laughs> here's what I always tell the challengers when they come in is, all right, look, you can, now I let them punch me or kick me or whatever they want to do. But I'm not going to punch you. Like, no matter what happens, I'm not going to hit you. Right? So, but, but see, I got my word. I've done it so many times now. I've got my wording down to where it always scares them. They don't want to punch, usually. 
<laughs> well, I've taken a few shots like that, <laughs> trying to get my phrasing down. <laughs> can, I, can I stop you here and say maybe yeah. this isn't the best advertising for your school? Like, I get that it happens, but you don't need to invite it and be like, I've got my phrasing down. Don't worry, we're good. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, if they want to punch, they get the punch. I think that's great advertising. Like, you can hit me if you want to, but here's the thing. I'm not going to hit you back, but I'm going to make you quit. You know, <laughs> it is scary. <laughs> so, okay. So that happens. And uh, guys, I know most people have seen the video now. I mean, you're up to what? Like 300,000 views on this thing? Uh, close to 500,000 right before you guys call. But who's Jesus. counting? <laughs> yeah, of course. No, dude. Yeah, are you kidding me? I love this. <laughs> I, I'm a thousand One percent with friends- you. One of my friends was like, oh, this must be terrible. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is like a dream come true. <laughs> What's Cause... terrible about being famous <laughs> for three seconds? <laughs> I've been famous for three days. It's amazing. 24 hours left. No, and okay. What's changed? What's been cool about the feedback so far? Because as soon as Raph and I saw this, and nothing, <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> uh, no, nothing. As soon as Raph and I saw this, we were like, "This is gonna fucking explode." We were like, "People are going to love this because," and part of the reason people are gonna love this is the ease and poise in which you completely destroyed him. And yeah. It was fine, man. Did you okay? As you're rolling, does it register in the back of your head the security cameras are on? No, 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 no. We didn't think about it till the next day. Uh, one of my one of the blue belts, the guy who rolled with him second, uh, we call him Beowulf. That's his name. <laughs> his name's Chris Bur- His name is Chris Burchell. He's one of my friends. You he's call one of the blue belts. He's the, like the coolest dude ever. Beowulf. But anyway, he was like Brandon. We need that security footage. I forgot we had security cameras. So he, you're one of your students is like, we need that security footage, and that's when it dawns on you that this videotape exists of this guy challenging you and a wrestler. Do you think it's going to go viral? Does that hit your mind? No, 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 no. The only thing that occurred to me was like, dude, I got a wet willy on video. Oh, we haven't even talked about that yet. How have we not talked about that yet? Oh my God. Okay. Okay. If you haven't seen the video after the first few rounds, it becomes obvious that it doesn't really matter if this guy got a running start and Brandon's blindfolded, he's still going to get submitted in 30 seconds. Like we're there and you pull off a patented move. Would you explain it to the audience, please? Uh, Well, the last, Two challenge matches. I've finished via wet willy. <laughs> <laughs> you have him in like I'll a triangle. Oh uh, no, this was in the go go plot. The first, like that's the second wet willy finish in the last month on a challenge match. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other one was after class. Really it's demeaning. Like I cleaned up the match. Me and me and uh, one of the purple belts, Matt Scaff who's a freaking destroyer we're in there after class and we're just getting cleaned up and getting ready to head out and uh, uh this guy was uh you know he was like rude or anything like that he just wanted to try like just get a piece you know yeah so yeah sure come on in i already had my i already had my uh like changed out and everything i just went with him anyway 
But I flattened him out and belly down, and I was giving him wet willies till he quit. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most demeaning. Raph, where are you on this wet willy business? Is this like the ultimate disrespect, or do you think maybe it's a compliment in some ways? Good question, Kevin. First of all, you always ask the good ones. Um, second. Right, picking up your sarcasm. Response here is interesting because I think the, the, the concept for this is when I saw the video go up, Brandon, and I saw the description and it said wrestler takes on Alabama jiu-jitsu instructor, I didn't need to know it was you. I just <laughs> knew. I looked well, at know, the headline and I go three instructors in Alabama, right. so it's a pretty small pool to pick from. And as Kevin's talking about this idea of like, oh yeah, when we saw the headline go up, no, 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 no. When I saw the video go up, and I saw, I was one of the first few, like within the first hundred people who saw that, I go, oh my god, oh my god, no, this is a bad choice for this poor guy. He's going to become internet famous for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is like, it, it's a great demonstration of you because you do narrate over the entire, you know, I guess you can't even call it match footage, but I guess rolling footage. And the beautiful part about it is you are talking like an instructor and giving us kind of the, the what through of what's happening. Yeah, it actually was when you instructional. Did get, yeah. And when you <laughs> get to the wet willy, that's where people I think were saying is this another 10th planet thing? Are they just fucking with us? <laughs> That's a 10th planet thing. Dude, a, bunch, a bunch of people thought it was fake. A bunch of and people thought it was fake. The thing is, I'm like, I immediately know. I go, no, that's not Brandon. Like, he wouldn't fuck with us that bad. Like, <laughs> wouldn't put that much effort granted, into it. We put up a video of <laughs> you pretending to blow out your knee the, na- the day before. And <laughs> I, I was like... Yeah, and I go, all right, that's a little questionable, but this is 100% legit. Because who goes to the fucking security footage and then gives someone a wet willy to finish? Oh, man. (laughs) I just said, that was hilarious. So, yeah, I I think it it did dividends for you. What was the weirdest or the the saddest or the craziest thing that you read? Because I've seen you on the forums. You've literally liked this on every post possible. When you say that (laughs) you... I tried to. <laughs> when you say that you really love it, you really do. Because I saw it go up on like ADCC, and there's you, first person. Brandon McCatherine loves this. Well, people were, kept sending it to me. I was like, oh, for real? ADCC, cool. So that was the first one. That was the first one that was like, oh, somebody like of notoriety kind of posted. You know what I mean? It's like, oh. Well, okay, cool. I'll be done. Granted, we posted it up too before yeah. them. Yeah. That, so anyway, like I was but saying, I was the first person of notoriety. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this interview's over. <laughs> thank you very much for your time. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll be here. All Twenty-two week. minutes um, is enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, then me and my wife, uh, the gracious and gorgeous Lindsay McCatherine, went to our local Moe's Southwest Diner. <laughs> here in Decatur <laughs> the next day and while like right as I sit down somebody sends me a message dude BJ Penn just posted your video I was like oh my god BJ Penn is my favorite <laughs> fighter of all time and that was like a huge deal to me I was like oh my gosh and then I got done with dinner I was like oh I wonder how many views it got 
and it said like in within the hour that we were sitting there at, there at Moe's, BJ Penn posted it and it got 10,000 views that hour. Jesus. I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. BJ Penn just made me famous. I'm going to hit 100,000 views. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then like this um, like political website picked it up. And this political website has like 6 million and something likes on their Facebook page. Wow. It's like, Republican stuff. I got a picture of Ronald Reagan on the front and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, why are they posting this? And dude, when that happened, it went mad, like complete madhouse. My Facebook just started exploding. They did that like while I was asleep. And when I woke up, I had like 400 and something friend requests on Facebook and like a thousand and something notifications. I'm like, oh my gosh, what just happened? And what, like that morning, it had 30,000 views an hour for like five straight hours. Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was stalking it out. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be as famous as possible for the next 20 or 30 minutes. <laughs> for, I was like, for sure. I'm going to get a student off of this. <laughs> that's that's the equation, right? I'm pretty sure that every 500,000 views, you get one student who signs I, I up for that, your classes. I think that actually is the equation, apparently, <laughs> because really nobody cares except me. It's fun. <laughs> well, you talk about the fact that you 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 know you knew you were going to become famous, uh, and this gentleman in question here. Uh, I knew he would become famous for a very different reason. Uh, but this does have a happy ending. He did sign up with you guys. Uh, has he come in to take yeah. classes yet? No, not yet. Not yet. He's been in there every night, but he hasn't actually come into a class yet. Okay, He's been so... in the gym working out every night. But we, um, since he signed up, we haven't had the beginner classes yet. And uh, he definitely should be in the beginner classes. Okay, so. that's fine. Then that's, <laughs> that's great because – Here's the good news. A lot of his wrestling technique should be able to be transferable once you start getting those techniques and someone like you teaching him, right? Uh, well, let's hope so, yeah. I think he'll well, be fine. I mean, obviously, like, he, he's a, uh, you know, he's a pretty determined guy, so. Yeah. He's and not you're, easily swayed. You're a good instructor. So, I mean, anybody who's rolled with you knows that, that you, you have a really good way of, of bringing this out. Um, so when we're talking about this unwanted fame you were talking about the fact of giving him some kind of web redemption or am i right here that's yeah wouldn't that be cool like my 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 best friend dirty bird was like hey dude we should try to send this to tosh point oh yes let's get a web redemption going uh okay so you want to try and get this over to people uh at tosh point oh (laughs) yeah sure i think that would be cool okay well, I don't I, know I, anybody from there that little, I can think my daughter, of. My six-year-old daughter was like, do you think the president saw it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course he saw it. <laughs> he woke up first thing in the morning, Mr. President, let's bring you down <laughs> to the war room. Uh, so, okay, let's assume Tosh.0 doesn't pick this up. You know, how <laughs> is there yeah. something we can help you do? Is there some kind of web redemption that you can film on your own? Uh, we're, we're just trying to spitball ideas. We're trying to brainstorm with you. How can we help? Uh, I don't know. I'm not funny. That's your job. Mm, it's a good thing I don't get well, paid for this, but, uh, <laughs> well, Brandon, you know, this story is so great. And it, like I said, it's, it's one of those things where you look up there and you go, yep, that's Brandon. 
That's 100% Brandon. All right. Good for him. I'm glad this turned out very nicely and funny and a wet willy happens. Uh, so what happens? You know, what happens? Tell me uh, day one. What do you do with this guy when he comes into your class? Dude, we teach him how to bridge and roll just like everybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's uh, – that's the great thing about jujitsu, man, is it really is like an opportunity for all of us to uh, to be humbled and to uh, – I don't know, like to connect to something that's larger than ourselves and improve as people. But we all, no matter what, we all have to come and start at the same place, you know, which I think is awesome. It's the only thing that I can think of that puts us all on equal footing on day one. So it's really cool. True, true story. Well, we wish that guy the best. Uh, You know, maybe this is the beginning of a story of a guy who becomes a Naga world champion, but uh, let's just say this for now. Uh, Brandon, I'm glad you were able to come on and talk with us about this. Uh, anybody that we can shout out, anybody you want to give props to that we can help you hook up? Um, you know what? Uh, just the Tenth Planet organization. I love uh, all of my Tenth Planet brothers and sisters and, um, you know, all the instructors that keep me motivated to keep trying to do good things for my community and um, – just happy to be part of 10th planet man it's uh it's my opinion obviously i'm a little biased here but it's the best jujitsu organization in the world so anybody if you're close by a 10th planet go there if you're not close to a 10th planet go to any jujitsu school and sign up it's, it's gi it's still good we still like the gi and we don't hate wrestlers don't get that twisted yeah for <laughs> real did you see that 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 was a, a like narrative that was coming out of this that people on yeah. on comments were putting that up there yeah, that's unfortunate, man. Like, I don't want anybody to like. I wrote wrestler. Uh, maybe I should have thought more about. Like, I didn't think anybody was going to see it, other than like Dirty Bird and like guys on the Ten WO. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the Ten WO is like uh, a Facebook um, group where it's just all the instructors from Tenth Planet globally, and we all get on there and shoot the crap and you know, talk business or mostly just shoot the crap. <laughs> well, I think you very much downplayed the following that Dirty Bird has. I mean, clearly. Dude, hey, let me tell you something. That's the funniest dude on the planet. He don't know nothing about jujitsu, but if he did, he'd be the best guest you've ever had. <laughs> 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 he might be the best guest ever anyway. <laughs> Well, sweet, my man. I'm glad that it ended up well. We we wish well for this guy. Uh, you're obviously a favorite here. So, like I said, once we saw it was you, we were like, let's just bring Brandon on and find out the real story. And you know what? We got some nuggets that we didn't know actually happened. So, uh, thank you very much for coming on to share the story, dude. And uh, as always, continue doing good things over there in Decatur and give our best to everybody at Ten Planet over there. Hey, we'll do, man. Hey, um, I got a. Uh, talk to Kev about something. Uh, I'm afraid we're um, out of time. Um, oh, is that right? So I don't know what. Um, okay, I think I might know what this is about. Like, uh, I just feel like <laughs> I don't know. I feel like well, I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like I was. I don't know. I just feel like I was. Used, no, you know what I mean? no, no. Let me just. Okay, so I played over under Kevin with Brandon McCatherine, UFC 173. He got very lucky and beat me. And I owe you a song, and I'm here to make a guarantee, Brandon, because I thought that this might come up. I will make a guarantee that I will send it by Thursday evening. 
<laughs> I, I just of this I don't, week. I don't. I don't feel like there's any trust left. <laughs> I get that. I look. I know I hurt you, and I know, and that hurts me. But I feel like if you just give me a chance, give me this week, I will get you a song. Oh, Kev. <laughs> Last chance, and we're in the nest here. We're in the nest, and I get it. I, I, I can't quit you, Kev. <laughs> I appreciate it. And this is my way of me saying, you know, maybe as I'm driving back to Kansas this year, I bypass through Alabama. I don't know. You know, I got to figure that. No, no, don't, don't get crazy. Don't do. Don't oh, okay, do okay. I was, just, I was just going to walk in and challenge you during the middle of any class that was going on, and just scream, "Brandon, I want to have a drinking contest." Oh, I'm sorry. What, is that jujitsu? No, we'll get to that later. I just want to start with whiskey and see where it goes. Uh, and let me be 100 percent clear. Know where to start. I don't even know where to start with a drinking contest. <laughs> I would 100 percent want the security cam footage. Of you destroying Kevin. Uh, <laughs> it's just because... me vomiting in a trash can while Brandon wet willies me. It's like, and it we'll, ends we'll, we'll take it. Raph, we should see if Eddie has the security cam footage of you and I rolling. That would be. Oh, man. You know what the best part is? I would narrate that footage with you. I have <laughs> zero problem telling you what, what my mentality is of when I'm rolling with Brandon going, well, here's Brandon getting the move of the day once. <laughs> As you'll see, doing it very effectively. Oh, here he is doing it again. Uh, yeah. So that's why for me, I was like, I understand where this guy's been. The only difference is I didn't challenge you in the middle of class <laughs> to do it. I waited for the proper time to receive my beating and uh, I learned something from it. So that's why I can attest to your, your great rolling skills and your ability to teach because you were very, very helpful when you were teaching stuff. So. <laughs> well, thanks, man. You're a, you're a fun dude to roll with, man. You guys are the best. I love coming on your show. All right, well, go be famous somewhere else. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the fading star of his 15 minutes, Brandon McCatherine, everybody. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Verbal Tap fans were excited to have on the line from White Belt BJJ or WBBJJ.com. You met them because of their hilarious memes. We love you now for just your jiu-jitsu coverage. We have on the line Todd and Tony. How are you guys doing this evening? Very, very well. Thank great. you. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That's, uh, we're, we're negotiating a lot of people on the line, especially a lot of people that do comedy. Uh, and Todd, mm-hmm. I have to ask because I don't know this. I've just always known that White Belt BJJ has existed on Twitter, making funny comments during my jujitsu life. How did the website start? How did the meme producing start? How did this all start? Oh wow! Okay, going back, um, White Belt Jujitsu uh, existed long before me. Um, Tony Tony started the uh, the page probably a little over a year ago, year and a half ago. And uh, on my end, I had, uh, I had started dabbling in memes. It actually started with uh, uh, Solo Hibero Seminar, who I study under. Uh, he was coming to town, and uh, I got tired of just marketing my events, my Facebook event page, you know, with 
normal announcements. <laughs> so I started jazzing it, jazzing it up with some pictures, you know, making fun of, uh, you know, Solo's opponents usually, um, most involving chokes. <laughs> and uh, I, did some, I did a couple things with Sean DiHibero, uh in terms of his flying arm bar. That was some great material. But uh, long story short, when uh, Solo gave me my purple belt, he also gave me a job. He asked me to become part of the Hibera Association website. And uh, from there, it just really took off. I felt like I had, I had Solo's blessing, and I just started uh, really entertaining myself. And I think the first one Tony noticed was uh, one that I did with Hannibal Lecter, uh, kind of looking out yeah, uh, with, with some uh, – the, the blue belt's watching the new guys sign up, but he's got that face. And Man, uh, I got in I touch tr- with him immediately. And it wasn't very long after I started it that you came aboard. It was only like four or five months. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He noticed that, and I, I had been doing some memes and sharing them with the rest of the world. And uh, I just – Tony and I immediately hit it off. Tony. Yeah, that's true. Tony, when you started it, what was your goal? Like, were you just like, I'll just send some memes? Because to, to escalate from where you must have started to your Mima Morris coverage, which I've seen and is genuinely hilarious, great coverage of Metamorphs 4, oh. why did you, what was your goal when you started it? Literally the goal, I mean, I was a, I started it when I was six months into jiu-jitsu, and I was constantly uh, posting everything, you know, because you're, when you get, get into jujitsu you're like it's so exciting and you're <laughs> watching videos and then you're posting videos all over your personal facebook and next thing you know friends start dropping off that don't do jujitsu and <laughs> so i was like you know what <laughs> i saw a create fan page button i was like let me make one and i guess i have to call it a white belt brazilian jujitsu seeing that <laughs> i'm only a white belt but literally there was there, there was definitely no uh that was that was the only goal. I wanted to keep track of like videos and techniques that I liked and interviews, so I could come back to them when I wanted to. And I start, I, there was some, there was a few meme makers back then, like BJJ problems and whatnot. And I was like, I, you know, I know a little bit of Photoshop. Maybe I can try to lend a hand at <laughs> some of that uh, humor. Consider myself somewhat funny, not in just the looks department, but I can. Uh, <laughs> you know, make people laugh a little bit. So, yeah, there's really uh, nothing behind it, you know, uh, <laughs> except for that simple that simple thing. We're going to have to yeah, work on your definitely... backstory so that we can jazz it up whenever you tell people. Yeah, it's like, I know. No, yeah. You know we, we wanted to conquer the world through comedy. That, that was our whole point. Yeah, it was very serendipitous, I'll tell you that. It was definitely <laughs> a beautiful accident. Uh, so when you're doing this, like, how did you find the two of you were working together? Like, how does the process go? Because yeah. Yeah, even as Todd was mentioning, the Hannibal Lecter, uh, those photos are so ingrained. I think it's so many jiu-jitsu practitioners. Even if they don't know you guys, they've seen those most likely. Uh, and that that's, like, something I know for sure. So, like, what's the process? How did that work? It, it has tightened up a lot lately. Uh, ever, we did one interview before this one. And it seemed like right after that, because we were talking about how we do everything very loosely, and but now we we communicate a lot back and forth, phone, text. You know, if I have an idea, you know, I can shoot it by him. He shoots them by me. We talk about timing and different things like that, and speak about future ventures and where we can take this. We started constructing a building, having no idea where we were going to take it, 
So what we're just like building this Eiffel Tower and hopefully we'll figure out where it's going somewhere. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad that you guys have a great working dynamic. Uh, I've learned that when you basically start working with somebody, whether you like them or not, you're continued to work with them forever. Yeah, no doubt. And Todd and I, we're, we're, we're from the same era. You know, we both have that. We, we like, you know, metal and all that kind of stuff. It was popular <laughs> back in the, the 90s. And not to get into I've, I've heard of it. I think. <laughs> I, yes. But, you know, <laughs> the, the genre so or just got, some horror that you guys we found? We have the same <laughs> angst. We have the same angst. <laughs> I do appreciate it. And, you know, I do have to applaud you, Tony, for uh, really taking that on a positive note when that was clearly a knock at Kevin's expense. Yeah. You you just totally ducked under it and was like, oh, that's cool. I was about well, to Raph's a terrible human being. I was going to test his politeness with uh, a yeah. – Yeah, but no, let me really grill you here, Tony. Do you find that when you're working with sure. someone that you hate, it can be really tough emotionally? Uh, I was going to see if that would break him, but I don't know if it would have. Not at all. <laughs> Not even <laughs> It's, it's like it's like an art that we both do. It's like we're both painters. We're both like musicians in the same band, if you will. So it's you know it's like it's like when you hang out with a guy and he's playing guitar and you're playing bass and you're making some songs together. It's never never a drag. It's always cool. Jesus Christ! Like, you you're know, like Lennon McCarthy of uh, BJ. <laughs> no, no, please, 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 please. I'm more uh, like a Ringo. <laughs> I do have to ask, so, you know, are, is it just the two of you guys? Or are there other partners that we don't look? Because you guys are posting so many memes. Uh, it's hard to keep up at times. And, you know, I guess the second part of the question is, what do you guys do outside of this? Like, what's your nine to five? Or is this your nine to five? Well, number one, I, I could post way more memes than uh... – <laughs> What we do, I have a folder of probably a hundred unreleased ones. I was thinking Ooh. of some way to do B sides, yeah, or something <laughs> like that. But I don't want to over, I don't want to irritate people, you know. By like, it, it, then they'll become old and stale, and uh, that's you know, you don't want that to happen. So it was funny then. And as for nine to five, I am a simple waiter, which is wonderful because it allows me all the time in the world to do what I want to do and plenty of time to, you know try to navigate this ship a little bit here with Todd. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little, uh, my process is a little simpler, maybe. I don't have a folder. Um, I see a funny picture. Uh, I, I say to myself, I made that face, and here's where I made it, and uh, put, some, put some words on it. And if I, if I don't post them in a couple days, I kind of like let them go like they were in the moment. Uh, but Tony's right. We're doing a lot, a lot lately with uh, bouncing ideas as we get into new genres like the video memes. Tony's definitely got an edge on me in terms of uh, his sensibility for those. So I've learned a lot. Tony's also a great uh, kind of student of the internet. You know, giving us some really good guidelines for when we post so we don't overpost. To Kevin's point, uh, I see other other folks out there. They're firing off, you know, a meme almost every hour, and it, yeah. it, it's hard to sustain that. So we're trying to we're trying to put out the best we can, and uh, you know, we're human. You know, sometimes I think mine are good. Sometimes Tony thinks his are good, and maybe they fall a little flat. Um, as far as my nine to five, I work in sales. I sell uh, technology for uh, the government, and uh, I cover the West, so I get to travel a lot. So I get up, get out your way quite a bit. Uh, and uh, 
it just it allows me to go to a lot of schools, meet a lot of people, and and to a point you guys made earlier, um, you know, it, it's it's a, probably the best feeling to walk into a, a strange gym and uh, they're like, hey, I saw one of your pictures. Just just a cool feeling, yeah. or, or I know oh, yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah. You're you're that guy. Yeah, you're like only only one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, you know, the best thing that I get is when I go to visit gyms, I get people who go, oh, yeah, hey, you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I've seen you. And I go, oh, cool. Thanks. I don't know what to make of that. Um, and you know what, uh, Todd, I was going to say, that's really cool that you you prefaced it with the, oh, hey, Raph, I get out your way every once in a while. I was going to be like, oh, cool. Let's run into each other. And then I remembered you work for the government. And you said you sell, uh, you know, defense kind of things. So now I'm terrified of you as if that. No, 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 no. I. I sell I sell simple response. Uh, he's like, no, I sell side control, side control defense, side control. Oh. Defense. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Okay, just making sure I'm not gonna not gonna die. It's just like, yeah, Raph, I'm coming to you. Ah! I don't know. You could purchase it. Oh, I'll throw a hundred. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, and I'm over in D.C. By the way, Todd. So next time you're selling it to the government over this side, let me know. Non-top. <laughs> so we're all we're all right in the same little area. Absolutely. I'm, I'm in um. Arnold, Maryland. Oh, damn. I'm in Pittsburgh. See this, Raph? Enjoy being alienated. First time it's really sucked to be on LA, <laughs> to be in L.A. on this podcast. I just want that noted. Oh, you know what? If you guys what really are going to give me shit, I'm just going to go down south about 30 minutes and go hang out with every Nogi world winner right now. <laughs> yeah, I hear that, right? <laughs> so don't give me your shit. Gary Tonin just put his phone number up on his fucking status update, so me and Gary are going to go rock it out. <laughs> Personal number. It's a bold statement, but uh, I like it. Okay, we'll we'll live vicariously through you. There you go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be condescending. I can tell you guys that. Uh, talk to me about the transition from just memes because we're talking a lot about the the funny memes, and they're not just funny. I really like the meme that has the regular belt next to a white belt that says, you know, uh, the hardest belt promotion. But what's the interest to start having the uh, interviews to start spreading a little bit more towards news? And you guys obviously still have the photos, but you're expanding. Yeah, it just seems it's like it's almost an obligation to have this audience and you have to, you know, to do something with it. And now people are starting to approach us. Can you do an interview with me? And what? not with me personally, they would like to have an interview done with us and we're doing private lessons videos now where different, you know, BJJ personalities can do a tech quick technique and we'll throw it up and for them giving us a technique, we'll, you know, promote anything they would like to have promoted and it just helps out everyone. That's really what it boils down to. As much as we can help out other people, you know, it, it all comes back to you in some way, shape or form. Yeah, I'm going to drop a heavy cliche. It's kind of like... uh <laughs> We're, we're trying to create something we didn't have when we started, although that doesn't make sense for Tony since he started it when he started. Yeah, no. um, <laughs> I'm but just the, the memes and, and the people I've got to run into, you know, everybody's so supportive. You know, people like James Foster up in the Pacific Northwest, uh, Justin Rader out in Oklahoma. I mean, these, these guys genuinely, they, they care about what we're doing. They, they laugh too. And to get their approval, to get their blessing, you know, it's just huge. And they, they've been more than gracious to help us out, Keto and 
in Idaho, just some huge names that we look up to, you know, they, they care about what we're doing. I have to ask because you're talking about the positivity, but as a person who does comedy, I know sometimes you can ruffle a feather or two. I, uh, intentionally or unintentionally have you ever heard anything from somebody like have you ever heard back uh maybe some not positive feedback uh regarding some of your memes um it's it's not very frequent i've got to tell you that we, we don't get too much hate at all i don't know what, what can you really hate you know you know, but, I don't. And, know. and, I, don't and ask as me. for People... like, a, I try. Yeah, and I try not to. Me personally, when I make them, I, I try not to push the envelope too far because we have a young audience also. So it's there not, you, go, actually, yeah. you know, I'm not trying to. You know, there are like some people they don't mind cursing all over the place and this that. You're probably not going to see that from anything I do. I think it Nothing has more to day. do with uh, less to do with maybe the content that you're creating and maybe the intention of it. And more to do with the YouTube comment nation of this world. <laughs> I was just going to say, give the internet two minutes. It doesn't yeah. matter what it was. They'll be angry about it. Every once in a while, there'll be a random comment about, like, maybe that meme sucks. But I'm, it's very, <laughs> very few and far between. It's, it really is it's not frequent at all. Uh, I, I, I can say, personally, the biggest, biggest negativity I got was people just fed up with 1,000 that face when you blah, blah, blah memes. I was on, uh, I pretty much rode that thing into the dust. So, uh, took it personally yeah, at first. But we, yeah. Then I realized it was a meme. So, I <laughs> <laughs> but we have no problem taking the feedback into consideration. Someone recently called Go me ahead. a no talent ass clown on, on YouTube for my commentary. And it was just like, that's not, even an, origi- that's not even an original comment. No, I heard that no, somewhere. it was, it was a heavy <laughs> amount of cussing for a short comment. It was, uh, wait, Jeez, I haven't had that one yet. Kev, was that on one of our videos? Yes. Oh, ooh. during around the mat, there's some vicious shit. <laughs> you know, guys, and I, 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 Kev, put your earmuffs on for a second. I gotta be real uh, with you. I really do try to take the brunt of the negative comments about Kevin. Like I always put him in like in a glass house. It's like, no, Kev, you're you're great. The kids, they love you. Everybody loves you. And like it's weird because you'll sit there and you'll read like, Oh, I hope people like this. Let's see what happens. Oh, fuck these guys. All right, well, womp womp. But there was just some really mean comment I think that somebody put about Kevin's hair and I was like, I you know, I've been making fun of Kevin's hair recently. I'm gonna I'm gonna not. You know, now that I think about it, the Reddit community—they are very mean yeah. when it comes to BJJ. That is the most tough crowd to please in well, the universe when it comes to those guys. Reddit really boils down your your art or your, your whatever you're working on to thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, they're like, and then they're... if you look at the comment section, I mean, the hard part that we found is when you really insert. Uh, different paradigms and perspectives. They come with all these different little branches that you can't always do, uh, especially when you're doing comedy and you're just kind of like, hey, guys, lighten up. We're good. Yeah, but then um, every once in a while, something that's completely like kind of, kind of funny will go all the way to number one. Like, come <laughs> on, really, that one? <laughs> that's, I love that when you throw so much content out that, that and then you don't understand why they, I'm with you a thousand percent. Everyone, it's crazy. Every creator a very has a fickle audience, a very, very fickle audience over there. So, 
Or don't worry. What you should probably do is next time you put up a meme, just put uh, obligatory uh, promotion thread. <laughs> exactly. Just to throw them off so that way you can get the thumbs up. So you'll be good. <laughs> Promise. We love you, Reddit BJJ. Promise. Uh, and Todd, Tony, I don't know about either of yours jujitsu stories. So, Tony, when did you – why did you start training jiu-jitsu? When did you start? I actually fell in love with jiu-jitsu in, what is it, 93, UFC 1, probably like everybody else. But uh, never really had the time, nor knew a school was nearby until uh, I was uh, at my current job, and there was a Christmas party that was happening from an MMA school nearby. And uh, they were like, yeah, we're right behind the building here. It's like, what? Get out of here. So after that, went over there and started training. That was in uh, you know, mid-2012. So basically, it just boiled down to I really enjoyed martial arts. You know, I took Taekwondo, don't tell anybody, when I was young. And, uh, you know, kind of brought it along. So as soon as I heard about this school, my school, Ivy League, mixed martial arts, that's where I uh, went and fell in love with the sport. I did MMA for a while, and as soon as I put on the gi, was, I couldn't even – go back to MMA anymore. Oh, fell in love. all about the gi. All about the gi. It is a beautiful piece of equipment. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm wearing your weapon. You're wearing my weapon. <laughs> That's right. Todd, when did you start? So uh, I am also one of the rare Taekwondo students that makes the transition. Um, I actually started really late. I had a back injury. And when I was at the chiropractor, I saw Taekwondo school was uh, opening. And I had uh, my youngest or my oldest daughter at the time was about five. And we started Taekwondo as a family. We did it for maybe three or four years, pretty much got to our black belt and uh, just realized it wasn't, it wasn't for us. And uh, I had just vowed if I ever find a jiu-jitsu school near me, I'd start and, uh, they were teaching an intro class at the gymnastics school and took it, uh, started with a school that was under uh, Pedro Sauer, got my blue belt with Pedro Sauer. And uh, then one day I went to a seminar with Sean G. Hibero and uh, I met John Raza, my, tr- my current teacher, and honestly never looked back. And I've been with the, uh, the Hibero Association and John Raza for about four years. So I'm just now starting my seventh year, and uh, I'm a four-strike purple. Awesome. All right. Yeah, I do have my blue belt. I don't know if I threw that out there. I was no going to – I kind of felt – I was like, <laughs> isn't – should that have been our first question or either of your white belts? I don't know. <laughs> there is a moment yeah, where right, like, right around the time uh, – Right around the time that uh, a lot of the jokes got better, that's when I got my blue belt. <laughs> <laughs> but, but unfortunately, he didn't, he didn't quit like most blue belts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. And the nice part well, is – Does that mean – Good, ref. You go, Kevin. The nice part is once you've been a white belt in jiu-jitsu, you will forever be one in certain aspects. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's the – it's like I, you don't ever forget how that feels. It's, it's I mean, so wonderful it, it, to roll with white belts. You know, the new guys, when they come in, you see all the old tendencies, and it just brings it all back for you. <laughs> I mean, the one question I did have for the two of you guys is, now that you are not white belts, uh, is it – I mean, you're saying it, you never forget those tendencies, but you're speaking at a different level now. So when you're you're talking about a brand that's called White Belt Jiu-Jitsu – you're not exactly facing the problems white belts face anymore. It's probably like a new yeah. set. So 
Is that yeah, something it, that that has even been a consideration for what you guys are doing? I understand what you're saying. It's definitely gone past that. I mean, there's many, many world champions and legends that follow what we do. So it's there's it's and it's all the other levels in between. So I always try to make it a point to always post something for beginners, at least you know, <laughs> at least every other day. Like never, ne- never to um, lose that route. But uh, yeah, it's definitely gro- you know grown broader and more expansive. Tony, so, I really want to like- stick on this. Oh, I'm sorry, Todd. Go right ahead, man. No, I was just gonna say uh, I-, I I like to say to people that I'm a purple belt on the mats and I'm a white belt in every other facet of life. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of that's kind of the mentality I take with uh, with the site. I don't think I don't think we ever need to change the name. I think uh, oh, you know, the old the old cliched saying. Um, not that you guys implied we changed the game. Not, not that I'm feeling threatened right now. Um, <laughs> no, the the old cliche, you know, the black belt is white belt and never quit. That's when I met Tony. That that's what I was thinking because I was already a purple belt at that time. And uh, just the idea, if we if we could make somebody laugh, that we could make one more person go to class, if we could keep one person from, you know, coming up with another excuse to quit, you know, that's that's all we're here for. Absolutely, and, and there's no way we could change the name anyway because if you search, you know, hard <laughs> enough, there's someone who's already taken blue belt jits and purple belt jits. Because there's a little thing a little called banal. branding, and you can't replace time and effort. Is the other reason. I guess the other yeah, question so I had we'll for just you guys with that that is like, you know, I think even since you guys have popped up the meme game has changed uh like now it's a thing like everybody has to have memes for all of their brands there's no way you can exist in any kind of social media what you know what do you think i wonder where uh, they figured that out from well of course (laughs) i mean (laughs) i love the very subtle shit talking that you have here it's a very like well you know i'm not gonna say we we invented it but uh i said i wonder Oh, okay. It's a curious thing. Yes, the up inflection really sells it as well. But for me, I want to ask. Deal, I, am deal, I am dealing with some grown adults here. With <laughs> 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 nothing past you guys. Uh, but the funny part to me is, like, what do you guys see in terms of people putting out memes now? Like, do you like? Because you know, when you make TV, the big adage that is out here is, oh, I make TV, I don't watch it. Do you guys even see memes? Is that still something that like you actively are looking out for? I gotta be I honest. See, I really, I don't see them. I have, I don't have time to go through, say, Facebook on my, like when you hit the home button and you see your own feed to see what everyone else is doing. I just don't have time between all of the other social networks. Every once in a while I do see them though. And uh, some, are, some are pretty funny and some are funny. I, I would say I would say I see quite a few. Um, I, I probably try to make a conscious effort not to see too many because I feel that it might potentially influence my thinking, and I want to try to be as as original as I can. Um, I, I I would say it's, it's, you know there's a lot of content out there. I think uh, the ones that aren't funny or maybe aren't as funny folks are really trying hard. So I'm yeah. inspired by it because uh, I think I know why they're trying hard. Um, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's art. 
it's a, it's an art form, you know, and it's it strange as it sounds to say, but it really is. So, I mean, you can't tell someone, hey, don't don't paint anything, yeah. you know? I just find it but, funny yeah. that uh, you, you said the magic words, which is, man, this reeks of effort. Uh, uh, I'm not going to laugh because that is like I find that for us, sometimes the less work Kevin and I put in, people are like, that was amazing. And we go, really? <laughs> Isn't that, isn't that something? <laughs> I'll yeah, be like, that, people are going to love this meme, and it'll get, like, <laughs> no likes at all. And then one that I'm yep. like, eh, maybe, and it'll it'll go, you know, through the roof. <laughs> you can never tell. Well, That's why I think it has a lot to do with timing. We talked about that earlier. There's a, there's a strange Facebook al- algorithm that's happening now where you have to break through a certain barrier with comments, likes, or shares for anyone else to see it. So, and then you have to, you know, more people are, are they going to see it at night or in the daytime when more people are on? Are you going to get buried? So it's it's really weird, and you have to try to navigate it as best as you can. But yeah, that's it for now. Absolutely, we find timing to yeah, timing and you know, it's just let's just blame the audience. That's usually our first <laughs> resort. <laughs> I mean, what Kev does that makes me laugh, and I I'm totally putting this out there. Is sometimes Kevin forgets to like the page as himself, <laughs> and so I'll uh, see a note that just says "verbal tap <laughs> like this thing," and I go, "No, no, we didn't." <laughs> no. What, one one thing I can't stand is when is someone who likes their own post. Yeah. You know, like you know, of course you like it, you made it, and every once in a while I'll see white belt, white belt Brazilian Jiu Jitsu likes this. And I turn it off. I'm like, I guess not. I can. <laughs> no, I don't. I can do better. <laughs> Fuck that work. Well, as you can tell, Raph and I know almost nothing about working together. But that's not going to stop us from testing the two of you with a game that Raph likes to call. Uh, do we have a name for it specifically? We it's like newlyweds no. for jujitsu fighters. The newlyweds, yeah. Game, oh man, we don't have a clever pun for it. We'll so. work on one. We can we can keep our clothes on, right? Abs- uh, well, no, optional. Yeah, optional. <laughs> Optional's good. We're not gonna we're not gonna dictate anything because you guys can defend yourselves. So it's, it's a safe space. Raph. All right. What do we got? What do we got? All right, gentlemen. Uh, basically, do you have a like a pen and paper with you? Yeah, Let me get one. All right. Sweet. All right. This is stuff that we could have taken yeah. care of beforehand. When we, they, and they asked. Good. They asked. They were like, do we need anything for it? We're like, no. Just be ready. Wait. <laughs> well, what we meant was a number two pencil, a Scantron if you don't mind, um, or sure. like a oh, Kelly's yeah. essay book. Make sure to fill out the entire bubble. <laughs> if, if you fill out so partial nice. bubble, it will not count. Oh, man. I'll do it just like school. Yeah. C, 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 C. <laughs> All right, here we go. Gentlemen, I'm going to ask the first one. Kevin will ask the next one. The first question both of you need to answer is, what is your partner's go-to choke? And what do I have to write down? You just have to write what your partner, so that would be in this case Todd. Should I say it or just write it? No, just write it. Just write it down. I don't know this game. Okay. (laughs) Okay, write that down. Good, good, good. Kevin's going to ask you the second one. Number two, the funniest meme your partner has ever made. So the funniest one the other oh, one's man. made. Jesus, so many. There's over a thousand of them. Narrow it down to one. We don't have time to go over all that. The third okay, okay. one. I'll, I'll, I'll speed it up. Go ahead. <laughs> the third one is, what is the worst meme your partner has made? 
Oh, geez, I could go all day on that one. <laughs> just ah, one answer. And just one. Narrow it down to one. <laughs> We're not looking to break you guys up because if we broke you guys up on this podcast, Bad karma. the amount of guilt Kevin and I Bad would karma. feel in a loss of comedy yeah. would, would ripple through the entire jiu-jitsu community. <laughs> I don't think that could happen, but let me see. Jesus, it's a tough one. All right, I'll, I'll put, a, I'll put a, a star by this one. I'll think of it during the rest of the question. Okay, next question. Favorite jiu-jitsu fighter of the other person? The other person's favorite jiu-jitsu fighter. I know. It's, can, can we give one? I know it's one of four. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely hear that. Yeah. Not a multiple choice test, though I appreciate the effort. That's good. I really do appreciate Tony's like bulldozing of. Can I give more than <laughs> yeah, one answer? Like, okay, so this <laughs> question two. Can I give more no, than no, one I'll answer? Get that one. <laughs> question three. Can I get more than one answer? I'm just I'm just checking, guys. It never hurts to ask. All right, and the final one, which is, who will make a better meme of this experience on this podcast between the two of you, and why? And write this down, huh? Well, yes. Okay. All right, let's go over our answers, shall we? Kev, why don't you go ahead and take the first one? Uh, yeah, it was – wait, you asked the first one. Favorite choke. What did you write down, Tony? I have collar. Collar? From the top. Todd, what's your favorite choke? From the mouth. I like uh, the bow and arrow. Uh, well, I knew well, it was bow and arrow. That though. was my second choice. I, mm, I didn't trouble in paradise, guys. As, as a back man. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Uh, the game is worth it because that line was elicited. So that's, that's great. That's the pulled quote from the entire interview, everybody. Todd, what is Tony's favorite joke? I put uh, classic cross collar choke, Helio Gracie choke from the guard. And Tony? Okay, my favorite choke is the triangle, but however, my legs are so short, so it's always difficult. So <laughs> then my other go-to would be the go-go plata because everyone hates it, and they want to quit jiu-jitsu <laughs> if you get them with it. It's always the choke you can't quite do because if your legs were long, your favorite choke would be like the head and arm. So it's like... <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and all number right, two. All right. Number two is uh, funniest meme your partner has made. Who's answering first? Uh, let's go ahead and go with Tony on this one. Tony, what did you answer for Todd? There's so many great ones, but I mean, I have to go with the classic. You know, the one that started it all, the blue belt showing up. It never gets old. It's been shared by everybody everywhere. It's just a great meme. But again, you're, you're talking to, we, we've done two to three memes a day for more than a year. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff uh, mixed in there. Over a thousand. I get it. You know, I, can, I, can, I can hardly remember last week sometimes. So. Well, <laughs> all right, Todd, is that the answer? Or Tony? As far as what I yeah. think what, what I think my funniest is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, no, I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't put that as my funniest. Um, Man, I can't. They're like my kids, man. I can't. Really I know. Go, it's tough, go, right? Go, go hop, well, don't go tell your kids dreams. that. They're like, <laughs> they're like my kids. I can't choose. I mean, you kids, you're great, You'll too. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Todd, what did you put down for Tony on this one? You know what? I had to put one of our first four. It may have been our first or maybe our second uh, video meme was the parrot when uh, – 
a white belt uh, a, white, a white belt realizes he's alone in the world on the open what the fuck what the fuck, the, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that one that one that one doesn't ever get old it's never gonna die yeah, that's, that's that. That one's an easy one to make. It was already funny to begin with. <laughs> and our next category, worst meme. Todd, let's switch it up and do it the way they actually do it. Todd, what do you think your worst meme was? And we'll see what Tony had written. Oh man, he's guessing uh, what I think his worst meme is. No, okay, so you might be able I, to do it. I, what did you write I'm down? I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking my my uh, my Capoeira one with Elaine Bennis dancing. <laughs> no, that's not your worst. I absolutely, I laugh. I don't even care. That's so, that's so invalid. We discredit that answer yeah. immediately. If you describe it and it sounds hilarious, you can't count it because that sounds amazing. Um. You want to hear what I thought it was? I thought his was his actual new one, which is actually doing really well, which shows that I'm a big idiot because <laughs> I, I was, <laughs> I was like, it was, it's like a horror meme. It's not funny, you know. People aren't going to get it because, you know, there's like ah, screaming in the water, even though it has the black belt thing. But it's doing great, you know. And that goes to show what I know. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, I wish someone would ask me what my worst joke was on air. I wouldn't even. We don't have that kind of time. Um, we don't. Todd, what what do you think your worst meme was? And then we'll find out what Tony wrote. Uh, yeah. My uh, my thoughts for Tony's worst one. Are you asking Tony what his worst one is? No. What, what's Todd's my worst one? I want to hear this. It's been good. Oh, I I just I picked the Elaine Dennis one and got shot down. <laughs> No, what was mine? Oh, yours, yours. I think the, um, for a very strange reason, um, <laughs> his teddy bear meme that got like 10 billion likes. <laughs> um, just, just because, just because it took me back to my like 80s hair metal day. It was, it was the something to believe in of white belt jujitsu. Right. You know, it's, it's it's the ballad. And uh, I wanted to hate it so bad, but it was so popular <laughs> When your friend moves away from jujitsu and there's a t- sad teddy bear by the side of the road. <laughs> oh, man. That would make Todd hate all of our fans is, that like that one. This is the best time we've ever done this game, by the way. This game is great. So <laughs> this is the best one we've ever done. Todd likes horror and I like sappy stuff. Oh, together you should write a movie. I know, uh, right? All right, guys. Uh, I'll go ahead and take this one. Uh, Tony, who is your favorite jiu-jitsu fighter i'm going with kuchetcha he's just he's, uh, he's the guy to beat right now he's okay the, the combination of strength and skill and speed and size he's going to be a tough one to reckon with for a long time probably yep yep jiu-jitsu dreamy we got it uh <laughs> todd <laughs> that's clark gracie get out of here <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> So I wrote down. Uh, we've we've never really had this conversation, but I wrote down Joe Santo, uh, Joe San from the uh, early UFC. Nice, yeah. <laughs> good reference. I don't dislike. Yeah, him. I was going to say, hard to vote against that one. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, uh, Todd. Who is yours? I said Salo. If it was going to be Salo or Zanji or Rafael or Justin, I got one of them. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely solid. it's definitely Salo. Okay. Um, you know, it, he's a, he's a mentor. You know, as a person, as a as a guy on a mat, uh, we got. I try to emulate his style. I almost said we have similar styles. Holy crap! Um, <laughs> yeah, so do I. I, I, I try. I try very, very hard to emulate his style. Uh, I'm I'm just very lucky to train under that organization. It's uh, it's opened up a lot of doors to a lot of great competitors for me to interact with. Cool. Did you how how do you want me to form this note I'm sending to Shanji that says uh, it's solo? I just I just want to ask that. <laughs> Did you want to start like no? Don't worry about it. I'll just I'll just, just write it in his language. Just 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 send it. I've, I've got a picture of uh, the, one of the last seminars I I went to with Shanji and he's he's ho- ho- pulling his fist back about to blast me in the face. So <laughs> I would just, I, I would word that, it. I would word it solo greater than Sanji. Sign Todd. <laughs> I just like the idea Shanji reads the text and is like, hey, what about me? Come on. Come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, yes, the last one. Wait, what was last one? Who would make Who's a gonna... better meme? Oh, of this podcast. Yeah. Right. Todd, yeah. Do, who do you think would make a better meme of this podcast? Well, I, I I went very politically correct. Uh, Tony's going to make a better video oh. meme. I'm going to make a better f- photograph meme. Oh, that is very well. We'll find <laughs> out, Tony. What did you say? I said me, of course, because I'm Italian, and I think we do everything better than everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Staying politically correct and poignant. The website is wb bjj.com white belt bjj.com you can follow on twitter or you could even go to white we even have white belt brazilian jiu-jitsu.com if you oh, if you feel so uh, inclined to type it out professional <laughs> i know right or white belt bjj on twitter you can join their twitter army did i get everything or Twitter, or Vine, or Flickr, or Instagram. Absolutely. <laughs> they have a very so strong on. smoke signal guy in Western PA <laughs> that does phenomenal work. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and, gents, can we do any shout-outs for any of your, like, uh, training centers or people who you just want to say, ah, were you listening to this? Uh, absolutely. I love all of our fans, friends, and family, and of course, my academy, Ivy League Mixed Martial Arts, training under Danny Ives, wonderful instructor, wonderful academy, great family-oriented environment. Can't say enough good things about them. Yeah, I'd, I'd give a shout-out to all of our fans and all of our future fans, and uh, especially uh, John, John and Kate Rajai, who own the school I train at, uh, Black Belts under the Hibera Brothers, obviously the Hibera Brothers, and... Uh, Really, all the guys in the association, all the ladies in the association, everybody that's that's been so great to me. I do I love would like that to you thank shouted you guys out. for sure. It's very very cool to, uh, for you guys to have us on. You all are doing a, you know, making a lot of headway here in the podcast world. I see see all the stuff you absolutely. do absolutely around the mat. I, and I appreciate around it. the mat and what have you, and interviewing Hickson. I mean, how, how much better does it get than that? 
It doesn't. Uh, <laughs> it absolutely it doesn't. That's a great question. <laughs> that was, yeah. I do have to say, Todd, that was maybe the best plug, and I'm, I'm going to totally lift that from you. Uh, shouting out all of your future fans is genius. Yeah, that's good. I do. <laughs> that's really nice. That's a good Who do you guys think you're dealing with over here, man? <laughs> <laughs> Verbal Tap listeners, thank you so much to Todd and Tony from White Belt BJJ. What a podcast, Rafa Sparza. Great to talk to the gentleman from White Belt BJJ. Great to talk to Brandon McCatherine and his, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't know, great, let's oversell it. Really good to talk to Brandon again. Always, We got to know him before he was internet famous. He's changed. He's changed a lot now. Yeah, famous changed him. He's, he's counting views, he's like... <laughs> He's asking for things in his writer. He's like, I only want green M&Ms when I appear on this really show. Really annoying to send him green M&Ms to set out for the podcast because we didn't just exactly. have to get them. We had to send them. Fucking I know. And I was like, that's really way more effort than our normal, hey, Brandon, answer your phone in like 20 minutes. We're going to call you. Demanded to see pictures of Raph and I in Josh <laughs> Josh's uniform from Metamorris. Not cool. Josh Barnett. Yeah, Josh Barnett. <laughs> I love that you reached for the analogy before you had put it into your brain. I just you go, felt like it would come it. to me. I kept just wanting to say Josh Lister, and I was like, that's not it. That's not it. <laughs> wow. That's going to do it for us tonight here on Verbal Tap, which means it's time for shout-outs. I will start BJJ and MMA Academy out there in Chantilly, VA. Can't wait to get to some gi action. Had a long week of personal shit this week. Ready to get back to some jujitsu. And choking people, Raph, it's way more fun than not choking people, you know? Like, per I capita, 100% more fun to choke someone than not choke someone. Did you conduct a study on this? It's mostly just gut shot, but I feel like I can speak for the people because I'm from Kansas, but I live in the city now, so I'm like a good mix of whatever and whatever. You get it. Mm. BJJfinder.com, mm-hmm. the world's premier jiu-jitsu site locator. Download the app. Check out the commercials, BJJ Finder. Make sure your gym's in there. You plug in your zip code. You can go check it out. That's going to do it for me, Raph. Sweet. So, so Let's now. go ahead and shout out uh, Chelsea Brambridge Donner. I uh, did a really cool interview with her. I think you guys should check it out. It is on our YouTube page. That is that cool. YouTube backslash Verbal Tap Cast. She is amazingly engaging. Uh, she's really funny. She teaches a hell of a great seminar and, uh, she just competed a fight about a month ago, uh, losing only to Mackenzie Dern. So, you know, not a slouch. I mean, we're talking about, uh, the person she lost to is a person who just went at worlds this weekend, taking on Gabby Garcia like a beast. And it was, I mean, it was an amazing thing to watch that as well. But anyway, so guys, Please go check out Chelsea, and and if you guys are looking for seminars, you really, really want to get in touch with her because not only does she give a great, like, knee bar, but I was told she was going to do footlocks with us, and we just didn't have enough time, and I'm fascinated to see what kind of uh, instructional she does for footlocks because she is super proficient at them, so... My thanks to Chelsea. I want to go ahead and shout out Valley Martial Arts Center. Feedback. 
All right. This, this is this like the reverse of a shout out? I told Kevin this story off air, and I'm going to tell it to you guys. When you're rolling, just personal preference, if you see me rolling, do me a favor and don't ask me the technique from John Evans's class while you are drilling it over to the side as I am battling an upper belt who is moments away from destroying me. It's a little harder to roll with them. It's not as easy. So I'm in our buddy Alex's guard, Alex Perez, who's amazing, really, really good person to train with. And I get two buddies over at VBAC over to the side asking, hey, Raph, Raph, Raph. And they're wondering, like, why I'm not responding. And I don't hear it, but I think I hear it. And I go, wait, are they really asking me? in the middle of a roll to give them the technique advice. Like I'm just free. That's distracting anyway. as fuck. And I would like it to encourage tough, everyone yeah. to be back to, you know, ask Raph. Don't just ask him about moves from this week. Ask him about moves from forever ago mm-hmm. like before. I think it's really helpful. I encourage more. People I will to say, Hey Raph, could you talk to me about mm-hmm. Kimura defense from like that seven mm-hmm. three months ago? Right. As he's like trying to defend a triangle would be great. I will say this. At first, I was good at working through it, uh, but I had to concede a sweep to it. I was not very happy about that. Uh, however, the more yeah, I know the more hilarious part is like Alex when he gets the sweep, just goes, "Raph, I want to let you know that had nothing to do with you. It was all those jerks." And I was like, "You're right. I didn't screw that up, did I?" And he was like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> And then he proceeded to tell me, he's like, it worked just like I told them. I told those guys at three minutes in, yell at Raph. And I was like, oh, I don't need this. You guys are the worst training partners. So you know who you are. I'll leave it at that. But anyway, I thought it was really funny and it's hysterical. So shout out to those guys. Um, I also want to shout out Brent Burniston, subconscious jiu-jitsu, always great instruction. Dude, again, sits down with me, starts working me through all of the jiu-jitsu I can be working on and just modifications for my own personal game. Him and John Evans, killing it. And uh, I actually wanted to shout out somebody from his gym. Uh, a guy named Kyle Buena is a great, great training partner. Uh, really cool to roll with. And uh, Kyle's just hilarious. It, it, you know when you keep going when, like, nobody else is around and you're just, like, you hear the buzzer go off and you're like, you just want to keep going? Yeah, yeah, just keep going. And Kyle is so helpful and, and really, really good at pointing out a couple things, but just really fun role. So I wanted to shout him out and say thank you very much, my man. Uh, and I would just want to shout out everybody else, uh, our good friends over at Systems Training Center, uh, Pedro Monos, who won with Kev. I, I will show you a link of this. He won with the disgustingly sick guillotine. If you guys want to go learn that, go over to our friends at Systems Training Center uh, to learn that so beautiful guillotine he did it, it's it was awesome he did it in 30 seconds it's awesome yeah it was really sick so our thanks to them our thanks to all of you guys for tuning in this week and uh i also want to thank when i went to go train a subconscious uh a friend of mine uh that i used to train with a long long time ago uh, his name's keith winkle winkle and he's like an instructor there and he literally started doing a wrist lock that was uh, it's fine it, it hurt a little bit but I didn't really think about how much it hurt until I had to type jokes that day while I was watching the fights. And uh, I just want to say, Keith, 
Good wrist lock. Not great for jokes, but I thank you anyways. And I think that'll do it for me. Hey, that's going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good fight. Thank you.